Welcome to a special March Madness preview edition of the Money Mitch Effect. I'm your host, Mitch Michaels. We're going to preview March Madness, which starts today. I brought back the Roundtable College Basketball Edition. Rob Crowder, Brenna Haven, Ron Schultz. We preview all the first round matchups. Take a look at the second round of the best weekend in college basketball, maybe in sports. There's no better time to watch as many sporting events as you can imagine than right now. Games start today. We're going to preview every single one of those first round games and make our final four picks as well. College Basketball Roundtable March Madness Preview. This is the Money Mitch Effect and it starts right now. Money Mitch Effect, and I'm excited because March Madness starts tomorrow officially. 6014 tournament college basketball. We've been waiting for this moment. And I brought back the round table and I expanded it in size this time. For the first time in the history of this show, three guests, four microphones, all in person. Rob Crowder, Ron Schultz, and Brenna Haven. What's up, gang? Hi. Uh, yeah. I was hoping you guys all talked at the same time. <laughs> but we're ready to start the preview March Madness, and I know we're not all at the same level of excitement at this table. I have, I'm gonna be honest. I was in. No, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I was in. I was in Palm Springs this weekend. I was looking at my phone. I didn't. I wasn't able to watch the actual bracket unveiled. I was looking at the mobile app. And I kept saying, you know, I'm not even trying to rip him, like, where's Syracuse? Like, I couldn't find them on here. When Artie's one team that he missed was Syracuse, he thought they'd get it, and they didn't. Ron, I was feeling for you. I know last year's miraculous run where they got some good fortune to get into the bracket this year when you think they're in, they're not. I'm just going to let you try to make sense of it and, you know, share what's on your mind. And do that to the best of your ability without expletives, and uh, have at it. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it was very disappointing. My selection Sunday turned into a tequila drinking festival very quickly uh, after that was announced. But Syracuse did it to themselves. They didn't get get the job done when they needed to. That being said, I do believe that they got snubbed. I do believe that they deserve to be into this in this tournament as even to play an eleven seed or a twelve seed. They weren't great, but they played in the toughest conference in the country, and they got big time, big wins. And when you look at the teams that got in towards the end of the bracket, teams like Wake and USC, if you look at it straight up against Wake, they beat Wake head-to-head, had more top 10 wins, and yes, had a worse road record, but that's really the only only difference that you can really see there. And if you look at it from head-to-head, I think you have to put Syracuse in, but you know, it is what it is. Now we got to go and win the NIT and show the, the selection committee that we deserve to be in. It, it, it was definitely confusing, uh, especially after last year. I didn't think that we deserved to be in, and then we did get in and went to the Final Four. So uh, it's very, you know, up in the air. kind of shows the, the madness of March, I guess, for, for lack of a better term. But Well, yeah. you know, that was pretty reserved, I think. <laughs> his, his face currently looks like the angry emoji, though. The yeah. red emoji that's just like angry all the time. My hands are really that's... ringing under the table. <laughs> well, uh, what his uh, face uh, looks like right it now. Might not be, would it not be as reserved if this was done Sunday night? Oh, there was absolutely no <laughs> chance of me getting through with no expletives on Sunday night, I will tell you that. What, what's I almost took Kent's head off. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, that would have really made me lose sleep. But you know, we really haven't uh, 
this is the argument of teams within the same conference. Because I think we can both look at it from the outside saying, if it was Syracuse versus USC, obviously, you know, you have your opinions towards Syracuse. And honestly, I would say Syracuse over there. But those are different resumes. They're different schedules and experiences. When it's two teams in the same conference and the head-to-heads in play, that, to me, is what didn't sit right. I think every year you're going to have teams that complain and have justifiable claims should be in the tournament. But this one felt a little different. Right, and that's, I think, why uh, most Syracuse fans will go to Wake, the Wake getting in over Syracuse instead of USC. Um, because, you know, USC had numbers on their side. They had, they had a lot more wins. Um, they did beat UCLA. I mean, they, they, did, they did have some good wins. I mean, they're not a great team. They don't play a great out-of-conference schedule. You know, the bottom of the Pac-12 is definitely worse than the middle to bottom of the ACC. There's no question about that. So Syracuse definitely had a harder schedule. But, I mean, when you look at it, the one that, that definitely irked me the most was Wake getting in. Uh, just because it was easy enough to compare their resumes because they play you know, a similar schedule. And like, like you said, the head-to-head should have counted for something and apparently didn't. But, you know, like I said, is what it is and got to move on. Uh, got an NIT win today over Greensboro. Sorry to that city. You know, I know you guys really don't like Bayheim and I really don't like them again. But, you know, is what it is. It stopped having the ACC in a tiny little ho-duck town. But that's just All right. Do you think that Syracuse playing two-thirds of their games at home had any effect on it? I think it definitely did because I think that's from what I've heard from the selection committee's head that Syracuse's 2-11 and 11 road record was really what killed it. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, that's an all, there is no excuse for that kind of that kind of record on the road. And the two wins that they did get, one was an overtime and another was a, was a, was a game-winning three at the buzzer. So, right. I mean, even the two that they did get at, at NC State and at Clemson were, you know, they had, they had to sweat them out. And I think that had a lot to do with it. I think it's, you know, unfortunate because... I don't think those players had anything to do with setting the schedule. You play the games that are on your schedule. But, uh, right. you know, I, I've come to terms with it. They had, they had to get it done on the road. They really didn't get it done. And now they got to get it done and win in Madison Square Garden, their little home away from home. Right, and there's elements of kind of controlling your own destiny. Like there were there were parts of, of you guys sitting out where Syracuse could have just won some more games. Like there were some games, if you Absolutely. win, you know you're going. And and I think one one this part of the discussion with this the argument make, makes no difference to me if Wake runs or USC makes a run. It's it's not about how well they do. It's about the resume before getting in to the tournament. It's not going to end. Yeah, I day. I agree. And yeah. Yes, I mean it definitely strengthens my argument with Wake losing in the in the first four, but it doesn't change anything. Just you know, say we go, week right say Syracuse too. goes and wins the NIT. You know that doesn't necessarily say that okay we had to get in. You know. Okay. We, we had our chances, we had to win games, and we didn't get it done. The NIT's good, a good character test. Because you don't oh, have to play absolutely. that. There's so many top teams that just check out. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, Cal was a number one seed, they lost. <laughs> well, their I coach were, checked out. There was, there was a number one seed that lost, a number two, three number three seeds that lost all in the first day. So, I mean, the NIT really is, like you said, a character check to see whether or not those players, you know, are done playing in college and whether or not their coaches can get them excited. I don't think that's ever been a problem with Bayheim's getting his players excited to play, though. No, it certainly isn't. Well, we will have to, unfortunately, go on to the tournament discussion without Syracuse, but we'll... Hey, I'm the most unbiased (laughs) person here. You are? No, it's good. (laughs) You are? That's pretty pretty good. 
So here we go, guys. Money Mitch Effect. It's our tournament preview show. We're going to go into the first two rounds that we think. You know, this first weekend, we're going to go over what the matchups will be. And at the end of the show, we're going to make our final four and final pick. But, Rob, I'll start with this. You know, we always look forward to this. I know you're a college basketball guy. But just setting the table for, in the next 96 hours, the amount of basketball that we're going to see. I mean, does it get much better than this from a from an overload standpoint, from just what the sheer possibility is out there. Oh, I mean, this is the this is the best couple of days in sports uh, that that you'll find because you've got any team being able to beat any team at on any in any game. So you could see a two, three seeds upset someone. Who knows? We could even see a one seed get upset by a sixteen. Probably not this year, but it's possible. So yeah, I mean. I think this year there's the most parity of any tournament I've seen because there's not really, there are favorites, but they're not overwhelming favorites and there's not players that dominate like in previous tournaments. Like you look at Josh Jackson on Kansas, like I think he's a good player, but have I seen better people from Kansas coming in at the one seed? Easily, you mm -hmm. know? And Nova's coming in, you got two mid-majors or two previous mid-majors coming in at one seeds and then you got two blue bloods, literally blue teams, <laughs> blue bloods. So I... I, I'm just excited to, to see these first two rounds and and all the episodes. Wait a minute. Are you calling the Big East the mid-major? There it is. Hold on a minute. That is not true. Only in football is the Big East that. I absolutely think of the Big East as a power conference. And like especially the, before. It's like defending your ex. Let me yeah, rephrase that. Know that is a small school. That's what I mean. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> I think he saw me break up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Rod's face is not better. Wait a minute. I, I thought the Syracuse part of the show is when you're facing the <laughs> yeah, most right. It just got more right. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, I, would, I guess I gotta defend my ex. I would say this first of all, in terms of March Madness, the setup, there's something cool about obviously in the NBA or the NHL you have these seven game series where we're determining who the best is. But this odd this freaky odd way of doing it where it is madness, where it's just one and done. You don't always see the best team win. In terms of a pure excitement, usually you don't. Yeah, usually, usually you don't. True. There's something, and I don't know if this makes I don't know if this makes it. me or all of us like a sadist or anything, but it's just something exhilarating about just here it is one time, best team will not always win. It's so much fun. I love it. I love seeing like every game, a different game. The first two days starts ten minutes apart, fifteen minutes apart. You go to the bar or wherever, and there are TVs playing every single game. Teams that you like don't even think of are right, playing. and this is the best for going to a bar because yeah. of that. There's yeah. so many games on, and the times aren't all the same. Yep, you need multiple TVs, and you just you just bask in <laughs> yeah. college basketball for two days or whatever, however long it is. Yeah, really, the first two two rounds is like those it, first yeah. four days is like you can't can't stop watching. And we've all lived all in different time. time zones, but being on the west. Oh man, it's safe. you got to set an alarm. <laughs> you got to get up early. Yeah. It's not go. early, but like. It's also great that the last game I'm unemployed. starts. True, <laughs> the last the last game starts at six fifty here, which is great because by the time it's nine o'clock, you're done for the night. Meanwhile, the East Coast is going to sleep because it's midnight, and they got to get back up the next morning. You got a full night ahead. Was of that you. the worst as a kid? Like you try to stay up as late as you can, oh, or if it's yeah. at that first Thursday of school the next day, and you're not able to see the final games, just dreading if your bracket mm -hmm. got ruined right. at the nine fifty game yeah. on Thursday night. 
Oh. At least for me on the East Coast. Oh, no, but... I, def- I definitely, <laughs> I, I remember like falling asleep on the couch on multiple March Madness. Especially if your team played later and you had no idea what was happening. Mommy well, my did. team played later. I was making sure I was staying. Mommy, did you go to bed? Drinking Coke. Of course. <laughs> Got my phone. Hey, and mom made me go to bed. I'm bringing my phone and watching it on that day. <laughs> so we're going to get, before we get into this too, I did want to bring up one other thing. How do we feel collectively about March Madness? Is it a one bracket only? Are you in that regard or? You can fill out as many as you want. I got like six. This is the first year I only have one. Okay. I am limiting myself this year because I get too involved and too, like, overwhelmed. I think my problem is a lot like fantasy football. I get invited in different brackets. I feel bad leaving them. Mm-hmm. So then, do I want to fill out the same one? I mean, from a, if I was betting, I would make the same bet in a Vegas casino right, three exactly. times. You're right, exactly. That's bets. how I look at it. So. Yeah, right. so you can't, you can't put the same bracket into multiple, multiple groups, and then you just... But we have primary, but you have something. levels, right, Rob? Like, it's like a level of, like, this is the one I really believe in, and this is my less money. Yeah, I mean, I've only got one main bracket, so I, I'm kind of doing that so that it's kind of like, as you guys mentioned with the fantasy leagues, it's like... You got too much juggling to do, and you can't. You're like, am I happy that I won? Yeah, you're like, <laughs> because you're like, did they subtract the bracket that would help me win? You're like, or... wait, did I pick the team? Or did I pick that team in this bracket? Or wait, hold on, I can't remember. And then it's just, it's all. Usually, mine is I want to win one, and I don't want to pitch dead last in the others. That's right. pretty yeah, much exactly what it is. Just be competitive in the other two. But you know, I like to hope that collectively I can have a perfect bracket across all of my brackets. <laughs> yeah. At some point, I will have picked every well, game that's, correctly. That's the sad thing. I mean, with the amount of probability, what is it? One in like a couple, a couple billion. billion. Yeah, it's your chances of doing yeah. that are very. I always love to see that one person who comes up with a perfect bracket, though. At the end of it all, is there has there been one in the last couple of years? No, but like there's people who come real close. Yeah, I know there was that like Warren Buffett was going to give a billion dollars to somebody yeah. if they did it. And no, and no, everybody lost it by like the by the Sweet Sixteen. Or something. Well, that was because Yale just ruined everyone's party. Yeah, and I think yeah, I don't remember. I I think it was Yale. No, yeah. that's what everyone said. They're like they're the closest brackets had everything but Yale. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So money, Mitch effect with Rob Crowder, Brenna Haven, and Ron Schultz, and we're gonna start with the East region. We're gonna go through each of the first round matchups. We'll We'll get to a potential second-round matchups as well, and then we're going to dip out to some of the other regions. But I want to start top left, the East region, and we'll go all the way to Buffalo, where Villanova gets going. And, okay, we get the 1-16 versus 16 debate, and Ron, you're obviously going to defend Villanova. We've established that on this show. <laughs> but the 16-1 debate, are we going to see it happen in the relatively near future? I don't think this year. Maybe... Maybe in that West, just because I'm still not sure about Gonzaga as a one seed, but that would be the only one that I could see. I mean, you look at the other three. You got Villanova, coached by Jay Wright, not going to let them lose. Kansas, Bill Self, not going to let them lose. North Carolina, Roy Williams, not going to let them lose. They're too good of coaches to be losing in those games. They're not going to overlook those games. Not that Gonzaga has a bad coach. I'm just saying, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if Gonzaga is as good as everybody thinks they are, just because, you know, when you play in a conference like they play in, you still don't know until they get to the Were team. they the team that struggled a couple years ago as a one seed? I feel like... They always struggled. 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 They don't play big teams like you run into in the tournament. It's like, yeah, UNC is a one seed because they have, like, five guys who are 6'10 or above. Most teams have one, you know? So they can just pound you down low. And that's why, that's why these... 
one seeds are one seeds because they have the depth that these smaller schools and you know middle middling conference teams have. Yeah, I'm not sensing a lot of Gonzaga love right now, <laughs> now, but I feel like it's a popular sentiment. We just haven't seen them play. We're gonna get into their matchup in a little bit, but I would be shocked if Villanova lost as well. Well, yeah, especially since Mount Saint Mary says the shortest guy in the tournament at five foot five is their. He literally killed it though. I killed mean, it. I love Junior Robinson, but he's about to he's about to meet some big kid defense. Villanova's gonna win, but. I'm rooting for Mount St. Mary's just for the sheer fact they're in Maryland. Right. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I thought it would be in New York. But they'll Are they your like fifth favorite team now? Did they make the top no, five? No. <laughs> well, congrats though to Brenna for having two of her four favorite colleges in the tournament. Fifty yeah. percent rate. Yeah, I'm over one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, the eight nine matchup. Historically, <laughs> so the eight nine matchup in that region is Wisconsin and Virginia Tech, and we all know that eight nines are coin flips. But a Badgers team. I want to start with this, guys. This might have been the worst seeding, in my opinion, for Wisconsin, who finished what second in their conference. They lose in the Big Ten title game, and they're the eight seed. They got disgraced <laughs> at the end of the game. That's why. They did, right? <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. And I'm not saying this from the Wisconsin point of view, but I also look at how down the Big Ten was, how Minnesota is a five seed. Yeah. And yeah. the Badgers are eighth. So you got and, and Michigan is seven. Right. I mean, I get that they won their tournament. Minnesota but, five, yeah. Purdue four, Michigan seven, Wisconsin eight, Maryland six. That's kind of... <laughs> An interesting setup of how that how those schools are. I don't think well, they were prepared right. for State Ten. I think a now. lot of what happened to Wisconsin is look at their end of the season. I mean, you look in their last like ten games, they lost Northwestern, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, Iowa, and Michigan again. So in their all in their last ten games, right. they lost six to nearly so all. So it's not it's not a good end of the season, and I think a lot of that had to go into the season. It's just weird when you. I mean, that's a valid point, but you had a team that finished. In the in a conference that was down, second in the regular season, and made the Big Ten title game, and then right. the eight seed. Like I get that there's other variables, but on the surface, and then they're playing this Virginia Tech team that I, I really don't trust. I, I I think this is bold prediction with with constant with with constant involved, but very ugly game. <laughs> I think this is going to be an ugly grounded out game, and I actually like Wisconsin here just because of the experience factor. I'm I'm gonna leave Virginia Tech just because I think. That ACC, man, you go through that gamut in the ACC, it's just like, it's like t- playing in a tournament every game. I mean, it, you play tough teams top to bottom, and so Virginia Tech is battle-tested. I mean, they've played tough teams close all the way through. They've beaten, they beat Syracuse. If there's a toss-up in the first round, I'm going to lean the ACC just because you, they are battle-tested. Okay. Uh, I think Wisconsin's going to pull this one out. Personally, um, but because I don't think that coach will let him lose again. No. I think he's that a new. He's a new. Pull him out, but whatever. I mean, I, it could. You're right. It could go either way. I could see either team winning. Uh, yeah, it's eight. So I'll pick Wisconsin. You know. just for yeah, five. it's a crapshoot. I just don't trust Virginia Tech, so I took Wisconsin. Yeah, I didn't. No, five twelve in that region. Virginia and North Carolina Wilmington. It's our first chance to talk about the. Always sexy five twelve matchup. Everyone loves that upset pick. It's because I think you're getting to that point where you're just about to get outside the top twenty five, and you have teams that could be vulnerable. I don't. 
big spoiler alert, I don't know much about North Carolina Wilmington. <laughs> Virginia's boring, though. They're just flat-out boring. And I think this game will be close, but I can't pick against Virginia in this one. I think it'll be a boring game. I think we all picked <laughs> Virginia on this one. Yeah, I, I think, think anyone picked the 12 seed. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the seeding in this tournament in general is kind of wonky. Because, like, usually the 12s are, like, good mid-major programs that have right, some I'm kind of, of I know, exactly. Have some kind yeah. of, like, big win. And you look at UNC Wilmington, and you're like, okay, they won a lot of games, but they played There's nobody. No they played nobody. No they didn't, you know, they didn't yeah. go out of their way Very to play anybody in, the, in the, you know, the non-conference that really blew me away. I, I just think, again, like I said, Virginia and the ACC, you know, they've proven that they can win, and they're going to go out and win this game. Where did Virginia end up in the in the ranking for ACC? Like were in they the standings? Yeah, in the standings. Were they like uh, I think. Fourth? fourth or fifth, yeah. I believe. All right. They were fifth. Fifth, okay. yeah. So I mean, they, they, they were, fell at the end of the season for yeah. sure. They did not end their season well. They're, they're paying to play against, but they're not going to run anybody off the court. Yeah, there's so, an extremely yeah. good defensive team. Tony Bennett has those kids taught extremely well, and I don't think there's any chance that UNC Wilmington oh, no. so, can jump on them. So right underneath there is the Florida-Eastern Tennessee 4-13 matchup, and... Again, Eastern Tennessee, we don't really know what to expect from them. Florida team that was, a lot of people thought, on par with Kentucky in the SEC for a lot of the season. This is one that, if we're not doing confidence picks, but I put a lot of confidence in Florida not blowing this one. This would stun me if they went out early to this Eastern Tennessee team. Yeah, I, I just don't see it happening with all the talent that they've got this year. Yeah. It shouldn't. I mean, it I could. But, yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. However, this one would surprise me less than a lot of others. If you look at outdated metrics and all, RPI ranked, ETSU is 54th in the country. I mean, they're, they're, they can run and gun. They can score. They're, sco- they're scoring 80 points a game. I mean, that's they hard. And they're, and they're you know, holding other teams to 70 points a game. So will it happen? Most likely not. It is March Madness, so it wouldn't surprise me. And Florida was Brown and Wright pretty consistent in the SEC. Like they didn't. Yeah, I don't like remember them. Of Vanderbilt. Yeah, well, that was. It's something about Vanderbilt that has that coach's yeah, number. Vanderbilt. I read that stat where he's beaten every SEC team since taking over for Billy yeah. Donovan, except Vanderbilt. That's crazy. Strange. That's just strange. Yeah, they they were they were up there. I mean, they competed with Kentucky for the top of the SEC, and then Vanderbilt came in and was like. I think, and I want to point this out before we move on. I also, when I'm looking at picks that I make, I don't know how you guys feel, I don't take a whole lot of flack for losing a conference game if the team wasn't horrible. Like, there's the difference between losing a bad conference game and a run-of-the-mill average tough conference yeah. game. Yeah, I don't even know. Which I consider Vanderbilt. Like, you lose, you lose any conference game. I mean, it's a conference game. Well, Those yeah. coaches play against that team mm-hmm. once, sometimes twice a year, depending on what conference you're in. So like I, I think absolutely I could see even a even a Kentucky losing to a like Mizzou? what was it last year they lost to LSU they didn't yeah. make the tournament yeah they lost to Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, lost to Tennessee yeah. who didn't make the tournament it's like it, I don't put any I don't put too much stock into that because you know how those play those coaches coach you know how those players are going to be taught so you you know that it's kind of like in in the NFL I don't put too much stock into like losing a division game as as a team right. like chances to be good. You know, right. You, if you know how to play him, you can beat anybody. Let's look at that 6-11 matchup. And as we're recording this, the game's not final yet, but it looks like Providence is going to take out USC. The Friars. The, fri- the Friars. 
And they're going to get an SMU team that... Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Providence looking good tonight against USC, but I like this SMU team, and I oh, think wow. they're going to win that game somewhat handily. I think if they were in a bigger conference, they would be higher seeded. And I'm not saying it's wrong how the committee did it, but I think this team has proven that they could play with the big boys, and I like them in this game. See, I actually have Providence going to the Sweet 16. Oh, okay. Telling his hand right now. No, I mean, Providence is a tough team. This is a good good first-round matchup. I mean, from a quality standpoint, one of the best games maybe of the day. Oh, I agree. I agree. And and you look at who they've got next, Baylor, which we'll touch on next. Mm -hmm. But I I think Providence, if if they can keep the ball rolling, I mean, they've got pro-quality players on the roster. So I think they could shock SMU, but... Again, it's going to be a good game. See, I'm literally the opposite. SMU is my sneak pick to the Elite Eight. I think SMU is an extremely good team. They're very well coached, and I think they can do everything really, really well. I think they they get underseeded because of their conference, but they played a tough out-of-conference schedule. They beat Pitt. I mean, they they lost to Michigan pretty big. They barely lost to SC. I mean, you look at them in conference, they only lost one game in their conference, and that was to Cincinnati, and guess what? Then they went and beat Cincinnati in the conference title. They did. So, I think this SMU team is very, very good. They, they score 75 points a game, and they only allow 60. That's third in the country. They are a very good defensive team. I think I have SMU winning, probably. I don't have my bracket with me, but <laughs> I... When you put it like that, yeah. Yeah, but I... We're going to the second round, and I... I think that Baylor's still going to beat them. So That's going to be, when we get to the round of 32 here in just a few moments, that's going to be a tough area to predict. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. This should be a good one. I'm with you guys. But then I look at the 710 region, South Carolina Marquette. Seven, it's just like what? Like how do how do you tell the difference between these two teams? Yeah, that one's a total Numbers awesome. mean nothing to me in this one. I would say I like Marquette, but, I mean, I'm just throwing straws at it at this point. I like Marquette just because I don't like Frank Martin's production in the tournament in the past. He hasn't really wowed me. He hasn't had any... Even when he had those good K-State teams, yeah, they underwhelmed. I mean, they, they met Xavier. They met, you know, they meet these teams that Butler. are that are streaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, and, I mean, South Carolina, if it were December, I'd say South Carolina, hands down. I mean, South Carolina was cooking at the beginning of the year. They really cooled off. But like, like you said, I think it's a total toss-up. Yeah. And honestly, I don't really think it matters because Duke's going to beat whoever it is in the next round. True. And yes. So we're all, and we're also you're rolling with Marquette here? No, I'm South picking South Carolina. Carolina. SEC I'm Pride. Picking, yeah, I probably think South Carolina I'm picking Cinderis Cornwall SEC Player of the Year. South yeah. Carolina. No, he's and a beast. And he'll, he'll take over. Whatever. Well, so... <laughs> Marquette doesn't have that one guy. Right, really. exactly. No, that's true. That South Carolina so, does, which in the tournament can be the difference. He can be the game changer, so... Yeah. You wonder, though, if it's too ISO heavy, what happens there. Or like, foul trouble, another thing to consider this time of year. It's very possible. But in the interest of time, I think we all think Duke, anybody on the Troy bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> so that would set up Duke and wh- whoever you pick. I'll open the floor to you guys. Duke, either Marquette or South Carolina. What a favorable draw for Duke. Yeah, Duke, move on. <laughs> right? I mean, Duke, I was... So you always wonder how much winning a conference tournament means. And we're going to get into this a little later. Because sometimes you see these teams win their conference tournament and keep it going, make deep runs. But other times, they're one and done earlier, they, they underwhelm. I think in Duke's case, on a case-by-case basis, I think what Duke did 
was they found their identity. They found they found that guys like Kennard and Tatum can share the workload in crunch time. It's almost like the reins are off now. Coach Kate's finally fully trusted these guys, and in their case, I think it makes them way, way more dangerous. Well, and and like I said before, with the one seeds, they're too well coached to be to to come in with a letdown. I think they're getting at least to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, at this point, at this point, I think they're getting at least to the Sweet Sixteen. And then you can talk whether Baylor or SMU or, or Providence or whoever ends up there. Then you might start talking about, you know, it's not necessarily whether or not they get upset. I mean, that could just be a good team that they play in that Sweet 16 game. But those first two rounds, I, I think they're too well coached and they're too good of a team, too talented to lose in those first two. I agree. I think you just need talent. I mean, I think I don't think Coach K is losing to a team with less talent no. than them. No. He I don't think beat so teams more talented than him, but if you look at teams that have beaten Duke, even, what was it, Oregon last year? I mean, they just, I think it was oh, in, the in the tournament, I think they just, uh, they were way more athletic. And I think it was, if I remember correctly. On, yeah, not, I'm not totally sure. But yeah. that, honestly, how you beat Duke, make threes and run. Just run them out of the building. That's the way you beat Duke. Because they like to set up and get their place set and have Grayson Allen and Luke Kennard and everybody touch the ball. That's, I mean, they're going to slow you down. Duke is not, you know. They're gonna. They can get out on fast breaks when they need to, but they're not. They're, that's not their game plan. And like you said, so if you get, if you get out and run on them, you got a shot. I don't see any team doing that until the Sweet Sixteen. Right. Exactly. So and that other matchup now, the three seed Baylor versus either SMU or Providence. Rob, I know you like Providence. I think the rest of the table liked SMU. But we, me, you, and I think Ron as well agree that I like Baylor going down in this round. I have SMU going through to the Sweet 16. I know you have Providence. I think they're flawed. I think yeah, they might be a fraud. I don't think they're well coached. I, they're definitely not well We've seen it. We saw it last year. When things get tough, I don't trust this team whatsoever. No, not at all. I mean, you look at how they played in the Big 12. They they won some big games, but at the same time, they were playing the bottom of the conference to like two- and three-point games. If they're not motivated for a game, they don't show up, and that this tournament could expose them. If they get punched in the mouth, they might not be able to respond. What says you, Brenna? Does Baylor keep going? I think so. Okay. Because I like to go against the grain. So it's weird that that's against the grain. No, that might actually be. But it might actually be against the grain. Majority of people are probably going to choose SMU, which is fine. I'll choose Baylor. Sure. It's a big weekend for the uh, American Conference because this is their opportunity to. I do like SMU too. To so like this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a really really good game if it if it turns out this way. So side note for the record, I just looked on ESPN and their little game predictor. If SMU and Baylor happens, the decision tree is at seventy percent SMU oh, and wow. the power rating is fifty fifty. Wow. So it's a toss up if you look at them from a power standpoint. But people that have been picking. If they go head to head, they're going seventy percent. And I'm going you. with a thirty. Is that different than the trust tree, the decision tree? Uh, no, I have no, no idea. Trust okay. tree. They <laughs> <laughs> like wearing like an yeah. HR. Yeah. Like, just fall. I'm going to trust tree. Uh, I want a decision tree to make all my decisions for so, me. So, real, real quick before we move on to other regions, Florida, <laughs> Florida and Virginia, a four-five matchup that we all see happening. I'll take the consistency of Virginia in this one. I'm, I'm on the fence. I don't know that I have a lot of confidence in this pick, but I'm gonna lead Virginia here. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean like I said ACC over over most conferences, only because 
they played really well for most of the season. They really stumbled there, lost five of six. Syracuse kind of broke them there for a little bit. They lost to Syracuse, then beat Louisville, and then lost four in a row. So I I don't really know what was going on there, if they just had injuries. I'm not totally – I don't fully remember, but I think Tony Bennett's a good coach, and I don't think – I think they are more talented and they're a better defensive team than Florida is, and I think they can win this game. Yeah, I totally agree, especially with the Tony Bennett sentiment. The team is just too well coached, and you're going up against an SEC team that's not named Kentucky. So Mm -hmm. I would pick an ACC team any day. I am also picking Virginia. All right. Um, to complete the first one. Okay. Discussion. Four. <laughs> Four for Virginia. And while I don't, don't let us down, Corinthians. While I don't, while I did defend Wisconsin seeding, I can't see him beating Nova in this round. No, I, I just don't think they have the horses this year. Hey, you never know. I mean, Nova, it's funny how one year, like, we're saying Nova is this established team because they got the job done and shed their reputation, but I think it's true. I think Nova wins here. Yeah. I think they're just, like like we've talked about, I mean, great coaching. I mean, Jay Wright has pretty much proven himself to be one of the best young coaches in the game. And Josh Young? Hart, eh, he's been, he's a Younger, younger. Mid-40s. Yeah, he's mid forty, just by age. Uh, I mean, he's been around the block a couple times for sure, but... Younger, I mean, he's not Coach K, he's not playing, well, he's not, you know, yeah. the old heads. Uh, but, like, you know, Josh Hart, that, that team is led by him, and he could could and honestly possibly should win player of the year. I mean, the kid is something mm-hmm. else, and that team is really, really fundamentally sound. They don't lose games they shouldn't very often. No. The only two that they lost this year they probably shouldn't were those Butler games. And that's yeah. just Butler again. They're a tough team. And a fundamentally sound team. Yeah, I think we're all on board with Nova at least getting to the Sweet 16. All right, Money Mitch Effect, Brenna Haven, Rob Crowder, Ron Schultz. Let's go to the Midwest region. Top seed Kansas versus Cal, is that Cal Davis? Yeah. Sorry, Cal Davis. I don't think this is the year for you, but <laughs> hey, look next year. They've huh? got a great vet school, you know, so they do. that well, gonna, something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> well, yeah, so, well, that's good. A lot of sick dogs after that one. Yeah. Kansas doesn't even show up. They'll still win. They'll like still win by 20. <laughs> I feel like if they send. Bill like, Self plays a little. If they send their backups and, and their <laughs> like, walk-ons, they might still have a shot to win. Uh, what but, conference is UC Davis in? I don't know. It's probably a good one, though. Probably black. <laughs> uh, we're going to look terrible out. if they actually anyway. pull off the upset. But oh, yeah. hey, we're all yeah. assuming Kansas wins. I will eat so much crow. Eight, as far as 8-9 matchups go, though, I'm actually looking forward to this mm-hmm. one because yeah, you have yeah, Michigan State and Miami. And I'll say I'll say this. I mean, Izzo guy, respect what he's done, especially getting to the tournament after all they started this year. For real. I'm going Miami in this game. I'm, I'm essentially killing off Izzo before he can do more damage in the rest of the brackets. You have to you have to kill him now. If he gets a full head of steam, he could beat the one seed, go on another run again. But I think Miami, with their shooting, Michigan State's still that inconsistent team. I don't trust them in this tournament. I, I think they're running out of gas, too. I think it took a lot just to get here, and I think uh, we saw that in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, I like Michigan State. I trust Izzo in the tournament. I know. It's, it pains me. So. Even after last year, though? Even after last year, even after that debacle of a tournament um, for them. I like Michigan State beating Miami, just because I honestly don't really know a lot about Miami, and I trust Izzo. I mean, I, I think this is probably going to be the best 8-9 matchup 
and definitely like a tough draw for Kansas in the second round for who whoever wins this because Miami has beaten some good teams and Miami is not no slouch and Michigan State like we like you guys both said I mean you can literally never count Tom Izzo yeah, out. Right. And, yeah, do it. You know, I think Tom Izzo plays has his teams play better when they're lower seeds than when they're higher seeds. For some reason, he he has a way of instilling some kind of belief in his in his team that they are never out of a game, no matter what that number is next to their next to their name. That reminds uh, me of uh, of another team. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Like last year, uh, <laughs> it was fun. Uh, but and yeah, I'm going to thank you for that too, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for exactly. opening up the bracket yeah, for it been, Yeah, we probably would have run into a buzz <laughs> off. They had beaten, uh, beaten Tennessee, but yeah, uh, I'm going to I'm going to leave Michigan State here, but I would, but again, would not be surprised if Miami wins. Yeah, I I picked Miami just because uh, Kamari Murphy plays there, and he's a former Oklahoma State player, so I know him. Uh, but if we're good, though, fair enough, but the fact that Tom Izzo is the good. coach. Yeah. I mean, obviously what you guys said. You right. can't count them out. So I, I'm i picking Miami just for personal bias, but I think Michigan State's going right. to I mean, Miami, Miami's head coach, Jim Laranega, basically is just like Jim Bayon 2.0 if you look mm-hmm. at him. they like brothers. And everywhere everywhere Laranega's gone, I mean, he's, he's been working wonders for programs. He got George Mason to a Final Four. I think he's, he's done a great job at Miami. The 5-12 matchup, Iowa State-Nevada, I'll start with. You, Rob, obviously, Big 12 country. Nevada's a, a stingy team, I'll put it that way. But I actually think Iowa State, while I don't know if I trust them on the big stage just yet, I think they can handle business against Nevada. I think they're a variance team, like a lot of these Big 12 teams, where you never know what to expect, but against a team they outmatch skill-wise, I, I like the Cyclones here. Yeah, I mean, we saw we saw them just light it up in the Big 12 tournament. They were shooting, like, at certain points, 80% from three like three quarters of the way through a half. So I, I, I think their team's hitting stride right now. Monty Morris is, I think, the best pure park point guard in the country in terms of not turning the ball over. He had 15 total turnovers in conference play. Think about that. Yeah. To 110 it's, assists and 15 turnovers. That's a pretty good ratio. I yeah, don't know if it's out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So, and then Matt Thomas just stroking threes. Uh, their only loss in the past, what, like nine games was at West Virginia? Yeah, that's not surprising. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to be coming in hot. And and who do they have? 12 seed? Yeah, Nevada. I mean, we can't really count Nevada out because we saw that game earlier this season yes, when they were at the I'm pit. Glad we're going to bring that up because yeah. I know Brenna saw that one. It was the game where they beat New Mexico. Yes. When we were all hanging out here. And yes, they I did. came back from a 25-point lead oh, with about seven minutes that. left. Yeah. Craziest comeback. I forgot seen. about that. So I think we were the only people in California watching it. Probably, actually. probably, yeah. Um, but in any event, while no lead is safe against the Wolfpack, and you never want to turn your back on the Wolfpack, I'm going to go with Iowa State here as well. You guys agree? Iowa oh yeah, State? I Iowa State is cooking right now, and if you look at their their record, they have ten losses. Nine of them are to teams that are in the field. The only one they lost to not in the field was to Texas, and they already have a big time win over Kansas. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, uh, they and they played they, them tough in the game they yeah. lost. They won at Kansas, I believe. I yeah, think. yeah. And, I mean, if you can, you can win at Kansas. You can win in a tough environment. So, I'm putting Iowa State through possibly to the Sweet Sixteen. Possibly. Well, that four thirteen matchup. How do we feel about Purdue versus Vermont? I, I don't. I feel bad for Vermont, honestly. Yeah, Man, they I, were cooking. They were cooking. It's and a tough draw up against Swannigan. Which states. Okay, hold on, hold on. I think I, I hear a descending voice in the room, Rob. What? What? 
Well, that look in your eye. Well, Vermont's, Vermont plays the upset. I mean, we've seen it with shades of Taylor Coppenrath and TJ Sorrentino. That was before you know? your time at Syracuse. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they hit shots from yeah. the parking yeah. lot, according to Gus Johnson. So I think I think the way that I mean, Purdue's lost two of their last four games. Like four fifteen two upsets. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a three fourteen. I think uh, it was a fifteen two. two. It was a fifteen two. Mm, Thirteen's better than fifteen. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> Vermont has played. They haven't lost a game. They have the longest winning streak in the country. So you're going Vermont, here, Rob? Huh? Oh, definitely. I love the Catamounts. The Taylor Coppenrath tournament of, of what was that? Like a decade ago. Yeah, it was, it was one the year of my after they won the title. Runs. Yeah, it was exactly. over four. So it was over a decade ago. And then I remember watching the Sorrentine game. So I've got a little, you know, like mm-hmm. love for them and Purdue. I'm just not sold on. I'm not sold on the Big Ten and the SEC right. this year. Ben and Jerry's is good too. That's up in Vermont. So yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and one of my best friends is actually there, like. Play-by-play announcer, so I'm like hoping Vermont goes far because then he gets to keep going into places. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. I just I, I gotta go Purdue here. I like yeah. the, the the big shout out to Sammy Hyman. I'm probably I'm gonna go with Purdue, but I would like to see Vermont win. That would be fun. Yeah. Just to screw everyone up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be nice. All right, six eleven matchup: Creighton versus Rhode Island. Creighton in that new Big East. I'm going. I'm I'm sticking to my A10 loyalty here. Rhode Island. Yeah, I, I like think Rhode Island. Island. Yeah, I know. I think Rhode Island can win this game. I picked Rhode Island as yeah. well, but I, I honestly don't think it really matters who wins this game because Oregon is going to thump them. I can't believe Oregon <laughs> got a three seed. Yeah, I, I'm not actually surprised by that. It was, a, it was tough to, it was tough to nail the seeding. I, I think what Duke as that two seed did they get Oregon spot? Arizona beat them, so they were going to get. I might, I might have honestly given Oregon over Kentucky because Kentucky. I mean, as, as good as they were, I don't know. I, they definitely had a down start to the. Yeah. Well, I, they did finish well. I mean, they won the FCC so tournament. The thing about this Creighton-Rhode Island game is it's a very similar style. It's going to be a lot of pace and space up and down the court. I think it is a toss-up. I'll take, the, I'll take the 11 <laughs> seed here. Rhode Island's been turning it on in the A-10, and I like them to win this game. I think I picked Creighton just because I knew nothing about either team, and Creighton has seen like they've been around wins. all year. They've been in the, in, in the news, so I just went with Creighton. So does anybody think Iona has a chance against Oregon? No way. What's an Iona? Where is I Iona? Like there's a I joke there, but I don't know. Wait, where is that? It's in Pennsylvania. Oh. Are you serious? It was either going to say Pennsylvania or Oh, New no, York. it's in New Rochelle, New York. New York, oh, I, was say, I usually York. default Iona, to if Sienna, I don't know that it's like, in New York. If it ends in an A and it's one word, I usually guess New York. New York. Yeah, Sienna. You know. No, uh, Oregon. But Oregon's tough here. No, yeah. I'm not sold. Okay. I'm not going to. We'll get into are picked at the end of the year, at the end of the show, but I'm not sold on Oregon as a true title contender. I just, I don't know. I saw them in a bunch of big games, and when their shots are on, they're great, but they're that jump shooting team that all it takes is one cold performance. They do have the best clutch shooter in the game, though, in college. Well, I know Dylan, that... Dylan Brooks has hit more clutch shots than okay. anyone I've ever seen in college. Well, I was going to say the kid from Central Michigan, but they're not in the tournament. Because I take yeah, him because he averages yeah, 30 he's, a game. He's wild. But he's they didn't wild. Make the yeah, yeah, he's he was, so good. He was putting up like 50. I will never watch wild. Central Michigan at any sport ever again. Go Maxion. Go Maxion. I never. Maxion. Never. Never. Maxion's a lot more. I'll watch Maxion. Just as long as it doesn't involve Central Michigan. Yeah. You put money on it. Gotcha. There was a football game earlier in the season. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about Bunch that. Bunch of cheaters. <laughs> they didn't cheat. Yeah, they they just misinterpreted the, the rule. They had, they had the chance to uh, forfeit. 
Because we all would, right? <laughs> hey. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the ethics lesson anyway. of the day. Moving on. Michigan, yes, okay. the yeah. So, Rob, on a more positive note, Michigan and Oklahoma State. Michigan winning the Big Ten tournament, moving up to a seventh seed. And your Cowboys that, I think inconsistent's a good word for this season, because there's been times when they've looked really good. I, I, I don't know if inconsistency is the right word. As soon as conference play started, we were running a certain defense that he ran at Stephen F. that Brad Underwood ran at Stephen F. Austin. But it works when you're playing against teams that are mid majors and not that great and don't make good decisions. And when we got into Big Twelve play, every Big Twelve team had talented players that could break that defense. So we started off zero and six in conference play and ended up nine and nine. So you know nine and three out of the last mm-hmm. twelve for conference play. Plus we've got the number one offense in Kim Palm. Michigan has five. This is going to be a shootout. Yeah. The only reason Michigan's a seven seed is because of that run they made in the tournament. And I think I think this is honestly a real 8-9 toss-up. This is two very you even teams. hope they don't play in their practice jerseys. Exactly. I, I felt... <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, and anyway, I, as much, I dislike Michigan as much as anyone. I feel terrible for what they went through. And... Yeah, and responding yeah, no, no to the tournament. No I think that was, was good. I actually good. like Oklahoma State in this game. But I agree with you, it's going to be a toss-up down to the wire, and I don't think numbers matter, and I think it should be a good one. We're both very similar teams in that we don't really have many big men, but we have a lot of players that are within the 6'5 to 6'8 range. So it, it, it's just a matter of production, and we've got Jawan Evans, who's got just the knack. so fun to watch. Yeah, he's I, insane. I give if them, you haven't gotten a chance to watch Jawan Evans play, I give watch them, this game. You know, I give them a slight coaching advantage. Oh. I hope it doesn't rear its head that way for your sake if it comes down to a couple crucial decisions. But I think Oklahoma State. Well, I mean, our coach made a pretty good run last year, but with less talent, so mm-hmm. yeah. I'm confident. I picked Oklahoma State as well. All right. And Louisville, Jacksonville State, I don't think any of us think the 15th seat's going to do it. As yet. much as I would love it. <laughs> God, I would love it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think everyone that, would. That brings Stick us to, yeah. to Louisville versus, we think, Oklahoma State in the second-round matchup. Sorry, Rob. So, yeah, I, as, much as, uh, as much as I'd like to see Patino bounced early. Please um, do it. And that wasn't, and that I wasn't a... Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but when you have the number one adjusted offense in the country, anything's possible. And if we show up, I mean... We blew out Georgetown by 30, UConn by, you know, at 30 at some points in that game, and then Wichita State by 30 at their house. So if we turn it on for a game, we're unstoppable. But it just, we would have to turn it on. uh, What's the likelihood, though, in your opinion, of this happening? If you had to put a number on it. Well, Without I'm still slated. jaded by Travis Ford, so I'm not used to seeing good coaching at Oklahoma oh, State. Oh, man, that's my but, coach. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry, but it's true. He, he had one tournament win with Marcus Smart, Phil Forte, Markel Brown, mm-hmm. Lib Brian Nash. I mean, that's just absurd. Yeah. But we've got Brad Underwood now, and you saw what he did with SFA last year, and those kids bought in, our teams bought in. He took a player that averaged five points last year and averages 17.5 this year. So... Mm-hmm. If he does his magic, I think we could pull the upset. But do I think we will? No. But it'll be, it'll be a good game. I agree. Yeah. It'll be a really good game. I think it'll be a really fun game. Yeah, to do. I, for sure. I think we're all in agreement. Oregon to the Sweet 16. I mean, Rhode Island, Creighton, it, it would be yep. a cool story. But we like Oregon <laughs> there. Iowa State, Purdue, slash Vermont in Rob's case. I like the Cyclones here. Yeah, me too. I, I, I think they're, they're the Sweet think, 16 team. Yeah. I just think like we see their offense rolling, and Purdue could struggle to score against this team. I mean, it's very, 
very possible. As far as 1-8 upsets go, we've seen Kansas lose this game before. Miami, Michigan State, I just can't pull the trigger on Hurricanes or Izzo if they I don't, need to pick that one. Do it this year. Yeah. Just I don't see I it. can't either, but if it were to happen, I think Michigan State has a much yeah. better chance to win that game yeah. than Miami mm-hmm. does. If, if Miami wins... They got a score, so If Miami beats thing. Michigan State, I think Kansas rolls. I think if Michigan State beats Miami... Michigan State can give Kansas a run for their money. I don't know if they're going to beat them, but they're very, they're very talented. Michigan State's got some athletes, like straight-up athletes. Oh, yeah. I think so. at the very least, I just want to see Izzo self in the second round. Right, exactly. For oh, for that sure. Would be just for pu- yeah. for Although Larry Nagel would be, a, that'd be a good coaching matchup, That's true. too. There's some good That's coaching true. in that, right? Very true. All right, we're going to go to the West Region, Money Mitch Effect, NCAA March Madness Preview, Rob Crowder, Brenna Haven, Ron Schultz, Gonzaga. Number one seed in the West for geographic purposes, which, look, they're traveling all the time. I, I'm not buying that you have to put the West team out West and do all this stuff just to make it purpose. Because honestly, look, we're looking at the at the West region, and I think we'd agree on the fact that this might be the weakest from a talent standpoint, 1-16. to 16. Gonzaga being the one seed is a large part of that. But here we are, Gonzaga, first round. Anybody feeling froggy on a 16-seed upset? No. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Negative. Okay. I mean, if it, if it were going to happen in this bracket this year, it would be here, but it's not. That South Dakota State, not. Uh, it's more because of yeah. one than the sixteen. I I would honestly just like to see them do it because their nickname is the Jackrabbits, and I think that's an awesome. Yeah, that's it awesome. is. Yeah. Top five. We got some bright blue and yellow uniforms. All right. So eight nine. Academic Bowl, Northwestern, Vanderbilt. This game is. If you haven't heard, if you haven't heard, this is the first time Northwestern's ever made the tournament. I don't know. I might have broken this on that. Vanderbilt as a nine seed, I kind of like this team. And no disrespect to Northwestern, but I like Vandy here. I do. I think they get up for big games, and there's something about this team where I just feel like they can at least win this one and make things interesting for Gonzaga. I do too. I like Vandy a lot, but I also really like Northwestern. Yeah, I like I can't, that whole Cinderella story of it. I do like Mandy to win this game. But, I mean, my friend texted me a video. She was at Northwestern in the stadium when they thought oh, they were awesome. going. And they were always going nuts, and she was excited. And But Mandy's going to win. I mean, the story is there for Northwestern to get a big win coming in, you know, an 8-9, and then you got the... The weakest one seed, so yeah, like it the story happen. is there for you to have like the Cinderella story of a lifetime. That being said, I'm picking Vanderbilt. <laughs> Kill the mojo, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> I, I just it's don't think. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think. Uh, I don't hey, North Northwestern, Northwestern beat Maryland in the Big Ten tournament, so in DC, oh, all places. Go figure. So you never know. Yeah, I I have uh, I have Vanderbilt winning, but that's purely just because my mom went there, so I got a little family action. Okay. Plus, I've yet to see Northwestern. Hey, I like the honesty. The ball, so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the honesty there. You know, no. going with that. And the matchup just below it will go five twelve Notre Dame and Princeton. I love those Ivy League upsets, but I got to tell you, I don't know that this is the year that it's going to happen. I actually did see some of the Ivy League. Tournament just happened to be channel surfing. Side note, Providence is blowing it. 
They're yeah, I know. They're down, 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 down three with five oh, minutes to go oh, while no. we are recording this. Well, so well, we might, we don't, I we, might have we, shot myself we, in the foot. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're just going to air it all out. I, I changed nothing about my pick. I don't have USC or Providence going through. But be that as it may, back to this region, I like Notre Dame over Princeton. I think they're a pretty tough team. I don't think Princeton has the athletes, has the offense. I don't think this is your Cinderella Ivy League year. Well, I mean, you don't think the Princeton offense is going to come alive? <laughs> there just like it is. The old days? There it is. Oh, God. Keep I'm not saying all. I'm picking them. I'm totally picking Notre Dame because of what I saw. Notre Dame has the potential to be a top 10 team if they play well. Yeah. They are really good. That's probably their best chance to win, Rob, just hold the ball and stall all game. It's too bad they don't play on St. Patrick's Day. That would have been nice. Yeah. They're playing St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's. But maybe it's better that they don't. Maybe. Yeah, their fans would be Are we fan, Their fans would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they did that on purpose. They play at night. It'd be no, worse. I feel bad for yeah. the tournament like organizers, whoever had to work in that arena. That well, they're going to be all if, there. Like, if all the well, fans were there. It's better, so there. it's better for the city of Buffalo for them to not play. Because right, then all exactly. day Friday they can just have fun and which, go to all the bars, which they'll do, and then watch them play hungover. That being said, Buffalo is under like three feet of snow right now, as in Syracuse. And you think like that's going to stop Irish people from drinking? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, they can use all the help they can get because yeah. it is like under snow. Quick though, does anybody think Bucknell has a prayer against <laughs> West Virginia? No. I, I, just, I mean, West Virginia is a, a damn good team, and I did the once over on Bucknell. Nothing to really say wow. I mean, didn't Bucknell pull the same upset over Kansas? That a was three fourteen. Oh, and that was. And you know what I remember about that? That was the final game that that senior class of like Simeon and uh, was it Carlson? I don't think it was the Carlson. It was right after Carlson Heinrich. It was that next class. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. Uh, I think that's a West Virginia round that would set up a showdown that we'll get to in a second. All right, Brenna, Maryland and Xavier, six eleven. Yes. Tell me why you think I'm wrong in thinking that Xavier's going to win this game. Because I'm oh, going with X. Oh, are you? Oh. I like You're, it. You might not be wrong. No. no. Somebody's team. from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also am a Big Ten fan, and I watch some of those games, and it's the worst the conference has been in a long That's time. That's very true. Um, I don't think Trojan will let them lose this game. I don't think Mello will let them lose this game. Uh, because they went out early in the Big Ten tournament. So I think that they will come out strong. I'm hopeful. Praying to God they will come out strong. I don't know really anything about Xavier basketball besides the fact that it's in Cincinnati. So that's here's okay. Here's one thing to know: Chris Mack is one of the most underrated coaches in the country. Okay. I think he's just done a great job. I think you obviously talent wise, Maryland's there, but something just hasn't clicked with this team. Yeah. The great recruits that have come in, and we talk about Mel, we talk about Trimble, all these guys. When the going's gotten tough, it's been not good. Yeah. There's been a couple flagrant ejections in there, too. And we also don't have a lot of big men this year, which is difficult. And Um, Xavier Baggs down low. Yeah, so it'll be a good game. I'm I'm obviously pulling for Maryland just because, but I don't know. Yeah, no. I know. Hey, we got, you know. (laughs) But I think Xavier can win this game. I don't know if they will, but I think they absolutely can. I think if you're, like, feeling like you need an 11-6... This could be your 11-6, sorry. But I, I just think, like Mitch said, I just think this Maryland team has a lot of talent that hasn't, like, figured out how to mesh well together yet, uh, which they probably should have. And they're they running out of time. Yeah, if they were ever going to figure it out, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Probably a good idea to figure it out this game if yeah. they want to. Yeah. What do you think, Rob? 
I've seen Maryland firsthand, and, and Mellow Trimble is just a monster, so okay. I don't see them losing this. Okay. We look at the 314, the Battle of Florida, Florida State, Florida Gulf Coast. I know Florida Gulf Coast, Dunk City back in the tournament. I don't know if I should point this out, but I'm going to. All those kids have graduated. So it's a different team. <laughs> oh, <completely. laughs> Florida Gulf Coast. Different, like, different yeah. coach. Okay, different, so yeah. Absolutely different team. And that being said, fancy. these guys still dunk a lot. You like them this game, though? No. no? Okay. Absolutely right. not. I'll take Isaac and Florida State. I, I'm... Have oh, you seen Florida yeah. State's like average height? They're like six foot ten average height. They're huge. I don't know if that's exactly. Don't hold me to that. But they're huge. But, but they, you bring up trees you bring up a good point because when they pulled off the Dunk City upset against Georgetown, that was a perimeter team. Right. That's not the case with who they're playing against no, in Florida no, State. Definitely not. I think Florida State just they got trees inside. They're not gonna get dunked on. They're not gonna get run like they're not gonna get a bunch of rebounds that they can. You know, run back the other direction. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I think Florida State rolls in this one. Yeah, I mean, Florida State hasn't really lost to a bad team this entire year. I mean, they've lost to what North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Notre Dame, Pitt, Duke. Apparently, we're a bad team. (laughs) So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really see Florida State dropping the ball against Florida Gulf Coast because they didn't drop the ball on any terrible ACC teams. So. Okay. And that's right, conference yeah. place. Well, yeah. we're going to put Arizona in over North Dakota. It's, it's a mm-hmm. good story that they made their first tournament, but I think we all like Arizona there. But that 7-10 matchup, see where Arizona plays, St. Mary's and Virginia Commonwealth, BCU back. We'll go. Can we flip these seeds? We got, that would yeah. be the only fair way to do it. We got Unless coast Steve to coast. This might be, I don't know the, the geographic, uh, this might be the furthest away two schools are from playing each They're other. very far away. It's very close. Sure. I like VCU. Easy. Also, I think, that, yeah. I think, I think yeah. most people are picking yeah. VCU. I think everyone and their mom is picking <laughs> yeah, VCU. I think I, that, maybe just, this is Gonzaga hate on my part, but I just didn't see anything from St. Mary's. They they were supposed to be the threat to Gonzaga. No, yeah. and BYU yeah, they, they, they had that, was it college game day or something? It was like the Saturday night game, and, and Gonzaga won by like 20 or something. Yeah. Like it was so, I was like, really? This is like Saturday? This is a yeah, like prime time game? It was awful. Mahershala Ali is not playing for him. They're not. I know Shaka Smart's not there anymore, but I do like VCU there. Now, if it is VCU, that's a good reference. He played there. VCU. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't know that. He's the only D1 uh, basketball player to win an Oscar. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. did not know that. Side note, he yeah. did quit because he thought the way that D1 players were treated was really poorly. Mm, okay. uh, that's a whole lot of quit after his junior year, but side note. I'm just shocked Shaka didn't win it first. Because I am. Or Man yeah. of Steel. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was that was good. It would be VC, VCU versus Arizona two ten matchup. Definitely some trap potential, but I'm I'm liking how this Arizona team is gelling and they're deep. I know they have the one and dones so that a lot deep. of guys have, but depth yeah. wise, I'm I'm buying what this Arizona team is selling. Yeah, and Sean Miller is such a good coach. He is such a good coach, and they're like. I think at the beginning of the year, people were kind of disappointed. They were really highly ranked, and then they came out and lost a couple games. They didn't have all their players there. They have all their players now, and they are playing extremely well. If you watch them in the Pac-12 title game, I mean, it was pretty convincing that they were the best team in the Pac-12. I think, too, like there's, think a, there's, something really to be, there's something to be said about good losses. How big this team just doesn't really get obliterated. No. You know? No, and even when they do lose, they don't lose to bad Bad opponents, yeah. and like you said, they don't lose big. Arizona, are we going around the board? Oh, no brainer. No yeah. brainer. I am also picking Arizona. 
Okay, so the, the 3 6 slash 11 matchup, who comes out of that other region? Florida State, Maryland, Xavier? What do we think? I lean FSU just because of their length, and they're the only one of those four teams that's got a straight star in Jonathan Isaac. So that's, I'm leaning Florida State, but. You don't think Yellow Trimble's a star? I think he's he's not he's not like what what Jonathan Isaac is. I mean Jonathan Isaac's a one and done. Melo Trimble's a right. really good college player. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's a star that can really go out and and like take over a game the way that Jonathan Isaac can. Yeah. Uh, but Melo Trimble is much more fundamentally sound than he is, or most of I'd say Maryland in general is more fundamentally yeah. sound than Florida State is. I think just based on what Florida State's done this year is why I would have them advancing out of that little chunk. Uh, just because their eight losses have been the quality team. Everyone's looking at me. You're going to go. I, much to my dismay, I'm also picking Florida State. Okay. I am rooting for Maryland, though, to make it further. But I, you know, based on my bracket, I am picking, picking Florida State. we got to get creative here. I'm going Xavier out of this region. Nice. All right. I'm, All I'm right. liking it. Hey, it's what they do. I can, I can they, absolutely it's, see that. It's what they do. I know Florida State's great. I know every you guys all made good points. But upsets happen. Isaac is good. Is he at that elite level? Can he carry a team in March? We don't know yet. We'll see. That's probably more. Uh, I, don't know. I like you. I like it. I know. I like so it. gotta get creative. I like There's it. March Madness. Yeah. Gotta, gotta add some livelihood yeah. to this. All right. But a big matchup would be Notre Dame West Virginia, which we all see happening four or five. There's a lot of talent in that one. And I'll lead off with this. I like the Mountaineers in this one. I agree. We're talking high variance teams where they could easily get bounced early, could lose Notre Dame. But their best, I think, is a little better than Notre Dame's best. From what I saw when Notre Dame matched up against Duke, they just don't have the firepower when another team has big men that can play. Not only does West Virginia have big men that can play, they have big men that can run and pass and and trap and just are so well coached. Uh, Notre Dame's best big man is six foot five. I think he's going to struggle uh, against West Virginia's press and and just everything that gets thrown at him. I, I'm, I'm going to be the lone, lone one to go to Notre Dame here. Being the resident ACC guy, uh, I watched a lot of Notre Dame. Uh, I do agree with you that they basically got a Charles Barkley 2.0 as their best yep. big man. Uh, I mean, he can shoot. He can rebound. He's, he is really good. I like him a lot. If, if you got big guys like North Carolina does and stuff like that, they can shut him down because they're just bigger. That being said, if Notre Dame catches fire from beyond the arc, they can literally beat anyone. And yeah. When they when they catch fire like they did in the beginning of the season, I mean they are. I think they could be. They could literally get out of this bracket. They could beat Arizona if they get hot shooting. They kind of remind me I of think, Iowa State. Right. I think it's if their if their offense is clicking, it doesn't matter what West Virginia so does. Be I don't think West Virginia can score with them if their offense is cl- is clicking. If they get into a knockdown dragout fight, West Virginia's going to win. Does anybody think Vandy can be thrown that? Weak-ish number one seed that is Gonzaga. No, but I think West Virginia will beat them. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think Gonzaga wins here, but they might just be delaying the inevitable of an early round pre-final four exit. All right, one more region to do. We're gonna have like all of Spokane really mad. I know. Yeah, I know. It's uh, God. I never wanted to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no. Let's see. Let's see one. Now they have seven minutes. Okay, so let's see. Over Providence. Wow, my All our SC fans are going to be real happy. Yeah. Wow, we're back in the basketball school. Still like SMU, though, in uh, that matchup. Just want to reiterate He's the one who's got the Friars going far. 
Yeah. That's, uh, that's my mistake. Can we go to the airport and then go back to Prague? until tomorrow at noon. So you can still change that. That's true. All right, final region. It's recorded. No, 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 but the brackets for your money. Providence sounds like SC. Hello, Yahoo. Providence sounds like SC. Those listening on the West Coast, brackets lock at 9 on the West Coast. That's true. I know I said noon, but I don't want everybody coming on here. Time zones are real, for sure. Bad comments on the Money Mitch podcast. South region, Brenna Haven, Rob Crowder, Ron Schultz. One last region to go. And this one's stacked. I saved the best for last. North Carolina is the number one seed. You got the three most winning. Right? <laughs> well, they're the just, same. I mean, they've, all they needed was Duke. And, and it's the best. Yeah, NC, UCLA, Kentucky in the same bracket. Fixed it. Yeah, what Rob said Providence, or Rob said Providence, he meant to say USC. Yeah, yeah. spoke all those I meant to say SMU was going to be USC. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I can't see NC losing early. Let's just I guess skip that skip yeah, through no. there. Nope. We gotta you know. They might be the best. Texas team South Southern. Country. Yeah, so. they well they rebound better than anyone, and that's they're always so the they, they are so are. big, so long. Never State. They're like the tallest, biggest teams I've ever seen. Of course. Yeah. The eight nine <laughs> matchup: Arkansas <laughs> and Seton Hall is a true tossum. I'm. To be honest, not really a it's fan a of either team. Yeah. yeah. Seton Hall. Boring 8-9. I am choosing Seton Hall because I know a 10 seed in this tournament that thumped Arkansas. And their big man got frustrated and got one of the worst flagrant twos I've ever seen in their conference tournament. So Yeah, I'm going to Did you see that? I did see that. Holy cow. I'm going to Seton Hall as well. Just I mean, they took going over to literally the last shot in, in the Big East tournament. I mean, they're they're a good team. They're not beating North Carolina, though, so who cares? Yeah. True. <laughs> I'm also going to Seton Hall. Okay. I'll go Arkansas, YOLO. Yeah, let's just see. Kentucky beat Arkansas, whatever. If you're, if, if you're a betting man, don't bet on this game. That's my yeah, advice. Yeah, don't just touch stay it. Away. This one, you got nothing. Just take that money and just buy yourself a dinner or something. Just do not bet on this right. game. Speaking of betting, I wouldn't touch the next game either. 5-12? Well, <laughs> well, this is where you can make your money. So Minnesota, Middle Tennessee... Uh, all right. Not high in either of these teams. Also, Minnesota, Minnesota is the most overseeded team probably in this bracket. Well, Minnesota is yes. Patino's son. It is. Yeah, he's still no, he he Richard Patino. He's fine. Is that his name? Right? Yeah, his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, look, Wait, they look exactly like he, it's horrifying. Does he play pool too? Oh my gosh! I'm just wondering. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, Fairfield, so I guess that's good. Um. I, I'll go Minnesota here, but... I, I'm picking I Middle Tennessee State. I mean, yeah, might as well. Just for fun. If I were picking a 12-5, this is my 12 Yep, I'm picking them. Same. Okay, going 12 here. Yep. See, see, that's why I went with the 5. I think this is going to be... You gotta the, go You gotta go. I think this is going to be the cliche 12 pick. Where right, Minnesota there has to be one. The right, there has to be one. And there has there... Was there one last year? I don't even remember. Yeah, but sometimes I think there's most, most years I'd are. say most of the years there's been a 12-5 upset, and the other 12-5s... The only other one that really intrigues me in any way would be the Iowa State Nevada game, but this is the one that I think. I mean, Middle Tennessee. Yeah, you I saw what they did last year. I mean, they're a good team. If they get hot at the right time, it can beat anybody. Apparently, right? Just like Michigan State. Yeah. Sorry, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Minnesota. But thank you, Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> Middle Tennessee. But thank you, Michigan State. <laughs> but Minnesota, Middle Tennessee, notwithstanding that Butler Winthrop matchup. Bowler's a, a damn good team. 
They really are. I, I feel bad for Winthrop because I felt like they could have been a trendy <laughs> pick if they got some of these weaker four or five teams. But this is this is this is carnage. The hardest four seed in in the bracket. I think. Yeah, they could have gotten Purdue, but they got Butler. <laughs> yeah, I like Butler. Butler bigger. would be the most underrated four seed, but I think they're probably the best four seed. I mean, they beat Villanova twice. What more do you need to know? Yeah, yep. Jesus. You going Butler as well, Brown? I am. Yeah, Cincinnati, Kansas State, six eleven. This is where the region really gets good, the bottom half of these first round and potential second round matchups. Cincinnati, who had a what, second place finish in the American, had some impressive games, some, some subpar losses in their Kansas State. Rob, as you know from the Big 12, that struggled at times, but really found their stride late, winning a first four game in. I like them to keep it going. I'm picking Kansas State in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Big 12 is going to be pretty dogged in this. So I, I, I think they're going to... They're gonna bring it to Cincinnati. Kansas State schemes well, and if they if they have a good game plan coming into this one, I think they can take it. I think too. I mean, we all, we look at now USC is gonna go instead of Providence, and, and Kansas State's the other eleven seed. Every year, there's been at least I think one team since they've done this to win a, at least one game. Some have gotten to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, four point game. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop saying what's gonna happen. Seconds the other left. Side. I don't know. I'm um, picking Cincinnati <laughs> because. I went to school an hour away from there. Okay, so Ohio. I'm sticking with Ohio. I think the Bearcats definitely have a have a solid all around team. My point about the first four playing, I think there's something to be said about momentum and winning a game For and sure. keeping Absolutely. it going. Matchups also play a part in it. I think this will be a good one. I wouldn't be disappointed if Kansas State won, but I'm okay. just gonna go. What do you think, Ron? Uh, I'm leaning Cincinnati, but I honestly no, I'll say Kansas State because I I just. I really I watched a couple Cincinnati games this year and I wasn't really impressed. Yes, they won a bunch of games and they won a lot of games. I mean they play in the American, so they don't play like the best of competition, but I mean, I don't know. They really didn't show up that well in the American tournament and I really wasn't impressed. They barely eked out a win earlier over Xavier, which was one of the games that I watched. And granted, Xavier's a good team, but it's I think, yeah. I think, like you said, winning a game, there is that momentum coming in. I think they can win that game. Well, this next one makes me sad because I like, as you know, Brenna, the matchup. Kent State wins. They make that run to the 14th seed, and they get they beat Akron. <laughs> UCLA. They well, beat they were like the sixth seed in that tournament. They were. They beat Akron. And, and they get UCLA. So, great run by, by Kent State. Well, we they are going to get crushed. Short. <laughs> yeah, they're And Lonzo Ball's father. Oh, oh god. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see the I can't worst. wait to hear what he says about Kent State after this. Just the worst. That freaking guy. Well He'd hey, probably be Kent State one on one. He just plays them all and there's five of them on the court. He'd probably be Hey, like I said earlier like I said earlier this week, I you know, I've seen Michael Jordan play, I haven't seen LeVar Ball's post up game, so I don't know. I, I don't well, know. I know who like the game, the state so. You know what I can't see with LeVar Ball? He's two points a game stat yeah. 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 Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, anywho. Dayton Wichita State seven ten? I like this game a lot. Seven ten being flipped. But I like it. but you know what though? I don't know if it should be flipped. I think they're equal. I I think Dayton's a good team. I think Wichita's a good team that I don't want to say might be a tad overrated. They definitely have a good coach and a good system, but they haven't had that signature win. Now, I still think they can do it, and I'm picking Wichita in this game. But I wouldn't sleep on Dayton either. They had a very good season. Their, their coach, Archie Miller, Sean Miller's brother, is a good one as well. Marshall does good things at Wichita. I think it's a toss-up. I'm leaning Shockers here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning Shocker just because of pedigree, but either team, I think, is going to be dangerous to Kentucky. Wait, do we, do we know if Richie no Baker's idea. still in school? No, he's not. No, he's not. Okay. He's, not. Baker, he's, <laughs> he's on the Knicks. Ron Baker? <laughs> yeah. Ron Baker. Yeah, yeah he's on okay. the Knicks. Right. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think, Brian? No, no clue? Um, I'm just going to go again, Ohio, and go Dayton. I'm going to go with Utah State because you can't win 30 games and not be good. I mean, I don't care where you play. You win 30 games. That's pretty that's impressive. That's true, but, like, who are you playing? Should, yeah, you should check out that loss they had slow. in the middle of the season. That was a pretty bad loss. They played slow. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did lose to Oklahoma State. They did. So. And yeah. they were at home. Worst home loss Wait, in yeah. Shockery. So I'm on Flyers. Okay, Dayton. I'm leaving Shockers, but I mean, did they? But it's anyone beating? How many ranked teams did they beat the entire year? (laughs) The answer is zero. Zero. How many tournament teams did they beat this year? I'm looking at their schedule, (laughs) and it's maybe one. Illinois State didn't get in. So yeah, I don't think they they I don't think they beat a tournament team. Mm. No. I still like Wichita though. I I don't know Dayton's the one that gives it to. I'm still picking Wichita. Kentucky, Northern Kentucky, the battle for the state. Is Cal Parry going to go coach New Orleans next year if they lose this game? God, the NBA? I hope so. <laughs> God, I hope so. Or the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, that's what Cal Parry is looking forward to, coaching DeMarcus the, Cousins. The Phoenix Again. Wildcats. The Phoenix Wildcats. Phoenix, you know, he's got all those Kentucky players in the NBA that play ISO ball. Yeah, <laughs> so he's got not? the two good ones in New Orleans. And the-, <laughs> the Phoenix Wildcats. Yeah. Um, Kentucky wins this game. Okay. Yeah. No shot. This there will you. be a murder. Okay, now I'm with you on that now, but we get Kentucky Wichita. Is there upset potential there? Definitely. Potential, yeah, for sure. Remember when the roles were reversed three years ago, Brenna? Mm-hmm. When it was an undefeated Wichita State team I and do. an eight st- eight seeded sputtering Kentucky team? I do. And, and they won. won. I still think Kentucky wins this year. I don't think Wichita's as good. See, and that was a tournament where I also thought, even though Wichita State was undefeated, I don't think they deserved a one. They had, they were better than they are this year. Now, I'm just oh, they're definitely better seeding. this year. They had that class of players. You know, I can't remember all. Well, of I think that was, Baker, that was the year after they went to the Final Four. That was the year after they went to the Final Four. So I think a lot of people were were over overseeding them at the one that year because I mean, totally. But apparently that doesn't mean anything this year. <laughs> what is seeding? I don't know. All right, so Kentucky <laughs> across the board. Kentucky, go Cats. We'll see what happens there. And then I think UCLA, UCLA rolls Cincinnati yes. or Kansas State. I think because that UCLA Kentucky game. Yeah, wait, that's man. what we're all penciling into our brackets. I, I just hope that happens. It's gonna be great. Round two this year. They're good this year. They yeah, did they did. And UCLA won in Lexington. Yep. Mm-hmm. Butler and. Minnesota slash Middle Tennessee. I mean, I, I'm with Butler, Butler, even though I'm the only one that picked the higher seed. Does, <laughs> I don't it, know. does it matter? Because yeah, I, mean, I, I think I UNC think is going to do awful unspeakable have, things okay, so then we have, Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, Rob. <laughs> there might be children listening to this. I said right. unspeakable things. I didn't okay. speak of what they were. North, <laughs> or very <yeah>. confused, obviously. <laughs> So we all like North Carolina over that dreadful 8-9 matchup as well, I'm assuming. All right, well, we made it through all the first two-round matchups that we think are going to happen. And before we end the show, talking college basketball with Brenna Haven, Rob Crowder, and Ron Schultz, I want you guys have the four to pick a Final Four and pick a champion. Now, you don't have to walk through your entire bracket. I just want to know who's coming out of each region and who wins it. Go ahead, Rob. So I've got Nova coming out of the East. Arizona coming out of the West, North Carolina coming out of the South, and then here's my sleeper pick, Iowa State coming out of Ooh. the West. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean we got we got. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, they they lost already though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, they just lost. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you on three out of four. I got Nova okay. Nova Arizona, uh, Nova out of the East, Arizona out of the West, UNC out of the South, but Oregon uh, oh. coming out of the Midwest. Yeah, uh, actually. I think I think Oregon is is just they're really really athletic and if they get on a roll I think they can beat anybody. Yeah, that was sure. kind of my key with Iowa State is like if right, they're and I, and I but think, I think Oregon might match up. I think if they anyone in this bracket, yeah, if they get lucky and Louisville either has to sweat one out against either Oklahoma State or Michigan, they could get a more tired, okay. more tired Louisville team. Yeah. and I think that's if they beat Louisville, I think you got that kind of momentum is just hard to hard to stop if you're Kansas and you've kind of just rolled to that point. Okay. I am also going Villanova, Arizona, UNC, and I am choosing Kansas. Okay. Um, All right. I mean, that's a good choice because most tournament champions historically are one or two seeds. So I am choosing there Kansas. You go. Okay. Yes. Kansas to win. Who do you guys yeah. have winning? Oh, no, I don't have Kansas win the whole okay. thing. Okay. No. Well, well, I'll, well, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll give my final, final four, four and then we'll yeah. go. Okay. Yeah. We'll my final yeah. four teams. I am going to go with, in the order that we previewed the bracket, I am going to go with Duke, coming okay. out of that region. Oh, interesting. I'm going to go with Arizona. I'm going to go with Louisville. And I'm going to go with UCLA. Nice. I love so three teams and three, no one seats. And I'm, I know we're not walking through the brackets, but my bold prediction will be a lot of ones going down in the Sweet 16. Fair yeah. enough. I like some of those Big 12 teams. If they get there, I mean, I can just I tell you two, one right I now. Gonzaga, if they if Gonzaga down to West Virginia, I think is that the matchup? Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. If yeah, that yeah. Happens. Gonzaga, West Virginia, or Gonzaga, Notre Dame. I think yeah, I think one they, of them. I think, one be, of them I think either so, one of them. Could so be, that's be mine right now. Who do you guys have winning the whole thing? I got UNC over. Uh, I got UNC over Arizona. Okay. I got a repeat of the exact same game with the exact same one. Don't have over UNC. <laughs> Same guy hitting the he, game winning shot. Yeah. <laughs> he literally had the winning shot. I don't think he's there. I have the winning shot. I don't know. Right? <laughs> oh. Okay. I have UNC winning as well, but a repeat of last year. So I have so a little bit of revenge. UNC. Okay. And I have UNC pulling off the revenge. There's no Mar- Marcus Page to make a wild shot. I have. Well, they're also well, Chris My Mr. Jenkins. prediction. <laughs> For the final is a rematch of the Pac-12 rivalry that we've been seeing Arizona UCLA. I like Arizona to win it. Oh, like that would be right, pretty tasty for that. I want that timeout. I want that timeout at the end. Yeah, I'm on a long strip. I like Arizona to win. I think I think UCLA can make a run. I'm actually I may flip flop that UCLA Louisville pick right now. I think I like UCLA to beat Louisville. I think they're a dangerous team as well. But yeah, I think we're all just excited for March Madness. Yeah. yeah. Thanks Yay. again, guys, for everybody coming on here. We'll have to, you know, now it's on tape, so you can't deny what you said. I know. You're on it's record. terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> thank God USC won it. That's true. Rob, Rob, Rob burned himself by talking on that problem. But hey, thanks. I got to ask him you. <laughs> thanks again, guys, for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Two thanks to the entire roundtable cast characters, Rob Crowder, Ryan Schultz, Brenna Haven, 
That was fun. We went a very, very long time talking college basketball, and I'm excited now. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm ready to watch all the games. I hope you are too. You'll find this episode of The Money Mitch Effect, as well as all the other ones on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Next week, there'll be some special shows. We gotta keep going, we gotta keep previewing March Madness. There'll be at least one other show where we talk about some other sporting events too. And maybe a special interview, who knows? We got some things lined up in the future. But thanks again to Tim Adams for supplying the beats, Brian Nelson for the logo of the show. Follow me on Twitter, MoneyMitchM21. That's gonna do it for the Money Mitch Effect. I am Mitch Michaels. Enjoy March Madness. This is a special time of year. It'll be over before you know it. I'll see you next time.